Hello everybody, this is John Pradeep Jail here and I have a very, very interesting guest with me here and that is uh, Yetarth. He's really, really great. He's just 14 years old and he's doing some amazing stuff. I would request Yetarth only to tell us what exactly he does and what, where he's from and all that. Yetarth, hi, thank you so much for coming. Uh, this interview I'm looking forward to you uh, too because all my listeners, I think, will get a lot of benefit from what we are going to discuss in today's interview. Uh, please take over and tell us about what exactly you've made and what all you have done. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Yatharth Murthy. I am 14 years old and I'm from Bangalore, India. Uh, I'm known as an anthemologist, a person who studies, the, uh, who learns uh, the different national anthems of the world. And I can totally sing of 260 countries' national anthems. And I hold the Limca record for the same. I'm, uh, I'm a two-time Limca record holder. So um, I'm also an environmentalist, and I've been working towards the environment lately. And I've also been doing a lot of social service. Great, Yatar. That, that's really great. 260 national anthems and being an environmentalist and everything. So, uh, where did this all start, Etar? Like, uh, what is, when did you know that you can do all of this or you wanted to do all of this? When did you know? How did you know? Um, well, I started, I wanted to start learning like in 2014 when my music teacher, my um, Hindustani classical keyboard teacher, he taught me four countries' national anthems, which was India, Japan, Nepal, and Sri Lanka. And I really liked the way they sounded on the keyboard and the way you sang them as well. So um, I looked up on YouTube and Wikipedia for the lyrics and I learned a couple of, I learned those anthems and a couple of anthems after that. And that really intrigued me and my music teacher was really impressed by my talents. So um, I asked him whether he could teach me any more national anthems and he said he didn't know any more national anthems to either sing or play on the keyboard. So, um, I decided that I'll start going on YouTube and Wikipedia and um, learning national anthems. And um, yeah, YouTube and Wikipedia have been my teachers for a while, uh, wherever I was learning national anthems. And now that there are no more national anthems to learn as of now, I'm still waiting for a new country to um, come up on the world map. <laughs> That's interesting. I think you should, I, I think Kaila should, Kailasa should... Uh launch their national anthem soon great okay so that's very very interesting at that so uh, when you say environmentalist what exactly do you mean by that what what all do you do under that um like being an environmentalist you work completely towards the environment and like you can't like go on throwing garbage like 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 it's like you can't just go and throw garbage all over and it's basically, basically maintaining the environment. And now like we have like trees gonna trees cutting trees being cut down every now and then and it's just disheartening to hear. And even like oil spills happen all over the globe every single day. Now being an environmentalist it's like we need to learn how to maintain and protect our environment. Because uh, this is our only home, and like instead of spending like millions of dollars to go to Mars to um, colonize Mars, we might, we might as well just spend it on like we might as well spend it towards the saving the environment here on Earth. Because like this is our only planet, and 
if you're going to spoil it, you might as well just take up the job as an environmentalist and try and do the best we can to uh, protect our planet. Great, that's so nice. Uh, that's so, uh, you started when you were very, very young, right? So what, like, uh, who exactly is part of your journey? How do they guide you? Who are your mentors, role models? Who do you follow and all that? Um, it's obviously one of my, my parents who have been like my role models in the beginning. They've been supporting me in every way possible. But um, apart from that, they have been role models like um, the Consul General of Israel to South India. Uh, Ms. Dana Kush, she was one of my role models. Um, she inspired me, she motivated me um, to continue learning national anthems. Then was my music teacher. Um, and um, I mean, like a lot of people who I met, they have always motivated me along the way to do more and achieve more. Nice, very nice. So um, when so now you have role models, mentors, and all of these people who guide you through this and all that. Uh, now, what does your day look like, like or or week look like? What all things do you accomplish apart from school? I have a reason for why I ask this question. Okay, because when a lot of children say, "I have a lot of passion, I want to do a lot of things," but there is schools happening, but there is exams happening. So, like, how do you cope with all of this and and keep your passion going? Um, see, like now, I don't really have any more anthems to learn. Like I said, I'm still waiting for a country to pop up with an anthem. But whenever I used to learn national anthems, I did have exams. I definitely did. And like, usually I would get up early in the morning, like try and learn a couple of anthems before I head to school. And once I, uh, once I came back from school, I mean, I would do my homework for a couple of hours and like say, I suppose, I finish all my homework after I come back from school by 8.30. Then I usually sleep at 9.30. So the rest, one hour that I have over there, I used to um, either learn anthems or continue practicing. Nice. Okay. So that's, that's nice. So uh, now you are also part of some organizations, right? Because when I saw you on LinkedIn, uh, I could see that you were part of a lot of organizations and you were representing NGA and all that. Can you tell us a little bit about what that exactly means? But the latest organization I have been a part of is um, Next Generation Nations or uh, NGN. And like, you can't it's, you can't call it the United Nations, but it does have certain goals that it aims to achieve um, for, for our future generation. So, like, there's several different goals, like eradicating poverty, um, clean drinking waters, like being safe wherever you are. And so, like, NGN, we have different branches. So, there is going to be, like, an NGN Los Angeles. Um, but for Bangalore, I'm the... So uh, I'm the president of Next Generation Nations, uh, Bangalore chapter. So there have been different clubs, um, NGN clubs all over the world, and it's all with the youth. The youth has is is a part of these clubs, and like um, each club had had conduct a different project every now and then. They conduct events where we have speakers coming in from various different fields, and so. Um, Engine Bangalore, we started um, this chapter recently, so um, we are looking for a good year ahead and we, we are going to be making progress really soon. 
Great. So, uh, when you say NGN, what exactly does this involve? Like, is it there in all the cities of the of India, or if somebody has to be part of it, or if somebody has to start it, what do they do? Um, for like there, yeah, there are um different NGNs in India, Pan India. So you have NGN Mumbai, you have NGN Bangalore, you have NGN Chennai. Um, there are several different branches all over India. And like, if you wanna be a part of NGN, you can always head over to ngn.org and you can you can see which club is nearest to you so if you're um if you want to be a part of ngn bangalore you can just sign up or you can contact us um, at our email id so um so right now if it all be um, if it all you want to um if you all want to create a club i'm not too sure about the that process because uh, it's all started by Mr. Sanjeev Tana. He's the founder of Engine, so he would know better about that. That's nice. Okay, so I'll, I'll maybe find that uh, link and put it in the description also if any children are looking to join this amazing organization. You can yes. join this organization and be part of it, make a change in the world. So now with that, uh, one question that I have. I see that you are really active on LinkedIn. Are you there active on the other kind of social medias also? And if so, how exactly does that go? Because a lot of parents say, do not get into social media right now until you get older. So how does that, how does that work for you? Um, like I have different social media. I have a Twitter account. I have an Instagram account and I have a LinkedIn account and a Facebook account. But like usually whenever like I, like I, I am active on LinkedIn because like, I, I want to connect with people. I want to um, exp expand my network. And like, even YouTube, I am a part of. But like, uh, whenever I am active on LinkedIn, it's only over the weekend or whenever I don't have much homework to do over the weekdays. Um, like that, I'm, I am active on different social media handles as well. But, um, and I am also, also constantly posting. Great. So now, so if I, if people have to follow your work, what do you suggest? Which which handle do they follow the most, or how how do they find you easily? Um, uh, you can follow my Instagram handle. It's um, y a t h double a r t h m, and like um, the Facebook account, the LinkedIn, and the Twitter account is all my name. Um, y a t h double a r t h m. Nice. So I think I'll I'll add those. Uh, links also in the description so you, people can easily find it out and follow his work there please follow his work there because he is doing amazing stuff here okay so Edad, this is the last question that i have for you uh what is your message to people uh out there like what uh, if there is an advice that you can give to children your age parents of children your age what would that advice be um my advice would be that like if you know you have a passion that you really want to just follow, you I mean you have to follow it. Because like, I, when I started learning national anthems, I had a lot of hurdles my way. I was rejected by Guinness twice, but I didn't let that stop me because I was not working because I was working because it was my passion to learn national anthems and still is. So follow your passion, do what you love doing, and that will really take you a long way. That's very, very nice, Yatad. Thank you so much for this interview. I think I am done with my questions. Is there any final words that you want to tell 
everybody, me, whatever. Uh, if you have any words, you can tell us right now. Um, firstly, thank you for having me, uh, me here, Mr. John. It's really an honor. And um, everyone out there, I hope you're staying safe, um, staying home, and take care. Yes, thank you so much. See, I, I work with a lot of little children who want to make, do great things. Okay, I think this interview, I think I got a great inspiration from you uh, with respect to uh, joining an organization and putting yourself out there saying, hey, I'm doing something for the society to saying, if this is my passion, if this is what I want to do, let me do it. Let me do it big also. I keep telling, I, ca I call this a share worthy story. I say, whatever you do, if that is like very peculiar, people will look at you and say, look at this boy and girl who's done this. And uh, that's, that's really great is what people will say. So I keep telling children, there are a lot of dancers out there, but what is your share worthy story? There are a lot of artists out there. What is your share worthy story? So just standing out from there and, and doing it and proving it to people saying, see, I'm different. I've done something great here. And I think you are a perfect example for the Tetas. Thank you so much for this interview. Amazing, amazing it was. I love talking to you. Yeah, I will stay in touch with you on social media. I will get you for a talk with my children also sometime when when time permits. Yeah, thank you so much, Eda. Thank you. Thank Bye. you, Mr. Bye-bye.